0: Thank you, Corey. Appreciate it. Beautiful intro. Um, nice to see you all. And I'm really grateful to be here. Drove down from Saco, Maine today, been spending the last two weeks with my family at a house that we've rented for the last 20 years consecutively, which is a really beautiful testament to, um, how my grandfather raised us to be. And my grandfather's 98 years old and, uh, he flew in, um, for the last week, which has been really special. He, uh, is 98, and he flies first class by himself from Washington, DC to be with the family. And he's a three war veteran, someone I look up to and hold in the highest regard, what I consider a boss or a badass. Um, he reminds me to be present in my life. And I was thinking about this on the way down here of just like how meaningful it is to be fully present wherever we are. And so often, I feel that we're taken away from the present moment feeling anxious for what we have to do, or depressed thinking about what has happened that we can't get rid of. My grandfather reminds me to be present and to show up fully wherever I'm at so that this way eye contact, presence, and the full benefits of the creative moment release themselves just so that you can be here now with the gifts of life. And uh, I I thought about that on the way here because, you know, as he gets older, you never really know like if you're going to see him again and and it reminds me to embrace each moment because it is a gift so i wanted to share that first just to start because it's been fresh on my mind but what Corey said, um, very truthful, I've been playing in a rock band for the last two decades of my life. Um, we found success online through YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, um, been able to create a multi-million dollar business and play to sold out shows all over the world. I'm very humbled by that because we started off from a small town in New Hampshire, and kind of like what I said earlier, we failed our way to success. A few of those stories I will share with you. but On my journey, what people don't know is that I really struggled with the identity of being a musician. I doubted myself, and I felt like I wasn't good enough. I was on stage in front of thousands of people feeling that I was a fraud or an imposter, and I didn't deserve to be where I was. Has that ever happened in your life? Yeah? (laughs) And it took me to get around people, specifically a tribe of friends in Los Angeles who I synchronistically met kind of like a soul, divine connection type deal, to really see something in me that I couldn't see in myself. And I think it's important to have these kind of people because a lot of times we can't see the greatness within and we need people to pull it out of us. So a few of my friends started calling me a phenomenal musician. They would introduce me as a rock star and I would want to correct them every time they did it. I would say, no, 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 I'm a yoga guide or a meditation instructor because my ego identified so much with those parts of my life, but not being a musician. And it was because I compared myself to my bandmates and other people in the industry. I saw them playing and just their musicianship was so powerful and strong and their presence. And I was like, I don't feel like that's me. And I beat myself up not owning being a musician. But they kept at it they kept introducing me as hey here's my friend woody he's a phenomenal musician he's a real rock star and every time i'd be like all right all right starting to slowly own it here and there and after months of this i started to open up to the idea of being a musician and being in a rock band as a rock star the way that they were seeing me and something happened when i opened up to this idea of being the rock star of my own life. And it was just me stepping into what I already was embracing the present moment, which then turned into the series that I've written called you are the rock star, a series inspired by my friends in LA who told me you are the rock star. And I shared a lot of stuff like yoga meditation on tour before our shows. It's how I got the content to put into my books. There's tour stories and stuff in there, but the self-development techniques, I was able to trial by fire in those moments before the shows. And that's really why I write the books. And it's really why I created music, to live beyond this physical experience and hopefully impact people beyond my life. But enough about me. I want this to be about you. And I want you to understand how you can be the rock star in your life, whatever stage presents itself. You down? okay cool so the f- I, I kind of broke down what it is to be a rock star right because we all have this idea of what a rock star is the traditional mindset of sex drugs and rock and roll but to me it's not sex drugs and rock and roll it's hugs love and rock and soul and I thought about this concept and I broke it down even further just so we can have these tools and these mindsets to embrace this rock star spirit in every single moment, whatever stage is presented to us. And number one is to reframe failure. Now in 2015, we were on our first bus tour. This was a big deal. We started our band in 2004 and had always dreamed of being on tour in a tour bus. So we shared a tour bus with some friends of ours we were on the road with. It was a double-decker tour bus, and we had been on the road for a month at that point in Europe, playing awesome shows. We were living the dream. We arrived in Stuttgart, Germany, rolled up to the venue. It was a sold-out show, so we knew it would be good. Played, got on the bus. We're waiting for our bus driver to take his seat in the front of the bus, but he never came. So we waited, all of a sudden turned, It's about 3, 4 a.m. We got even more worried, started searching around Stuttgart to see if maybe he was in a bar or restaurant, and we never found him. Longer passed, and we filed a missing persons report with the police. And that was when a friend of mine came down from the top level of the double-decker bus, and he said, guys, our money's gone. You should check yours, too. And we said, no way, you must have misplaced it. And then my tour manager went over to his Pelican briefcase, flipped it open, pulled out the yellow bag that previously had held $20,000, opened it, and it was gone. We never found the driver. We don't know where he went. But he left us stranded on the side of the road in Stuttgart, Germany, unable to get to the next show, which was the biggest show of the whole tour in Prague. We had to reframe this experience and pivot so that we learned to deposit the money we had more frequently in banks so we weren't holding this much cash. We had to reframe it. And was it challenging? For sure, it was so challenging. We were also so pissed because this was the first tour we were actually gonna make some money. We'd been playing for over a decade and been really throwing all the money we made back into the business. So that hope of touring for the last month of having that fat paycheck at the end got taken with the driver wherever he ended up. So, to be the rock star of your life number one, we need to reframe failure because that's the way we achieve success, at least the illusion of it. We continuously go by pivoting and reframing. Now, the second part of being a rock star to me is there's a great story with this one that I love, and it is it is choosing to play full out in every moment, no matter what stage presents itself, like I said before. And in 2017, we got booked on a death metal festival. I don't know to this day what our booking agent was thinking, because we are not a death metal band. Corey was mentioning we're a heavy band. And yes, we are a heavy band, but more alternative rock, maybe metal. We were playing on the same festival with Slayer (laughs) that weekend. And we didn't know until we got there. So we rolled up. And we were thinking in our heads, no one's going to watch us. And if they do, we're probably probably going to get booed or have something thrown at us while we were playing. The vibe was a little bit down because we didn't know why we were there. We felt completely out of place. But before we took the stage, I checked in with myself. And a long time ago, when I would see bands play as a kid, I would have these profound experiences with the, the smallest crowds. Meaning when I was one of the few bystanders, I had the most impactful experience with the artist playing. And I always remembered that. And I, tr- I remembered the decision I had made as a kid to say, you know what? If I had that opportunity, I would always show up fully whatever the situation presented itself as. So we went to take the stage for the 10 people that were in the front barricade in a 3000 cap tent. And as we started playing our first song, the rain came down, buckets, and we were, the only vent- we, we were the only tent in the entire festival. So people flooded in from everywhere. <laughs> and by the end of our first song, that crowd of 10 people turned into 3,000. They had not heard of our band, but they had nowhere else to go besides listen to our music. So the energy was electric, and we were playing full out. After the show, as if on cue, we finished this last song and the rain stopped. And so we walked out from behind the stage, remembering that the rock gods were smiling down on us for showing up fully, regardless of the situation. But that wasn't it. I looked over to my left, and I noticed a group of people in the field behind the stage. And they were pointing up to the sky. And I was like, what? what is going on. I grabbed my guitar my pedal board, I walked down the ramp, and I looked up in the sky and there was this huge double rainbow. Oh my gosh. And in that moment I really felt like the rock gods were on our side. Wow. And I just think it's a testament to agreeing to play full out, no matter what situation presents itself. So that's number two. Now, number three is to focus more on how you feel, not how you look. This one's really important because after playing venues and stages all over the world for the last two decades, nothing looks the same. I've played some venues four, five, six times. Never was one show exactly the same. They were different. And so if I thought about how I wanted the show to look, I would be let down. And I would, a lot of times early in my career, I would be beat up and think that I wasn't good enough, that the show was bad or awful. Was it that? No, it wasn't. But my idea of what it should be was not met. So then I beat myself up about it. It happens. But if we think about how we want to feel rather than how we want to look, we tap into this much more epic, and maybe you could say it's quantum physics, but I think it's just this, this. focus this energy this badassery that you step into thinking about how you want to feel after you do something and if you want to take it to the next level think about how you want to make other people feel after you share it also works to think about how you want to feel during but so much stuff can come up emotions and and adrenaline and re- we usually fall back on how prepared we are so that's why I like to think about how I want to feel afterwards so this way The means aren't necessarily important it's just that you show up fully and then afterwards feel that feeling you've essentially sent into the future so you can embrace it in the present this is a picture of me playing full out um, just choosing to flip my guitar around my head because i used to do it um, when i was younger i thought it was really cool um, to to rock out like that so um, i think playing full out means doing something that feels good in your body. I'm not saying go learn how to flip your guitar around your head. I'm saying use what you got and make it a full expression of you. That could be something as simple as walking, but doing it your way in your style. It could be doing yoga. It could be speaking, but do it in a way that makes you feel like you're coming alive. Like you are the rock star of your life. Cool? Sweet. Moving on. Now we're getting to number four. So number four in how to be the rock star of your own life is to go inward and it's to connect. So number four is to connect with you. And when you connect with yourself, doing things, I prefer yoga, meditation, it doesn't have to be that. It could be biking, it could be running like we just mentioned, it could be art. Find something that helps you to connect with yourself and reflect on who you are so that this way, when you put yourself on display for the world, people feel connected to you because you're just connected to yourself. And it's a beautiful illusion that you create, which is actually more real than anything because you are connected with the core of your being through practices of self-reflection, but you're embracing this, this connection so that you can connect with yourself and wherever you are. When we were playing one time in Lyon, France, a number of years ago, I decided I was going to crowd surf. Now, I'd always seen people crowd surf, and I thought it was so cool. But I never really thought I could do it. I was a little bit scared to do it. So I thought, you know what? My adrenaline's high today. I'm going to look at a couple people in the audience, make eye contact, and just jump on them. (laughs) So I chose some people in the crowd, looked at them, did one of these like, hey, I'm coming in. And they looked at me like, what? And then I just full send jumped in with my guitar. And the seas parted. And I landed right on the ground, black and blue on my side for a couple weeks after that. And I remember afterwards just laying there playing my guitar still being like, wow, not a good idea. Then I started to make sure I was actually connecting with my audience, because clearly, I was connecting with myself. But I missed that part of connecting with them. Now, the crowd surf turned into an antic that we actually used for tours and tours and tours after that, where I would crowd surf onto the crowd, all around the venue, sometimes even going to the bar, having a shot poured in my mouth. Or in select circumstances, I would crowd surf get beers for my bandmates, crowd surf all the way back, and then pour beers into their mouth. (laughs) Rock on, I suppose. (laughs) But it all comes down to how we connect with us, so that then we can connect more deeply with others. And here's a picture of one of my favorite shows I ever played in. um, This is outside of Prague by an hour festival called Rock for People. Um, this was one of the largest audiences I ever played for. It was um, around eight to 10,000 people. And my I didn't know we were going to do it, because sometimes we rolled the dice. And um, if there was too many people or too crazy of a crowd, then crowd surfing wasn't safe. Um, but my lead singer decided to send me in regardless, and uh, I was crowd surfing like that for the entire song. And I remember looking back at one point, and the stage was very far away. But again, when we're connected with ourselves, it really it helps us to develop trust and openness with other people, so that we can connect in a fuller capacity. And really, it's about surrendering. So that's number four. Number five is. Another one that is near and dear to my heart that I think gets looked over way too much, and it's because it's so simple. It's just to have fun. But when you have fun and you practice enjoying yourself, when you're acting in joy, so you are enjoying, you you give people the opportunity to connect with you in a much more deeper capacity. People will wonder what you have, what you're doing, and you, you will just say, I'm just loving what I'm doing. And you're just radiating this enjoyment. And when you do that, you also become a beginner. Because when you watch kids run around, enjoy falling on their head and laughing, getting all dirty, they're a beginner. They're learning, they're growing. And that's what comes with enjoying life is, is this beginner mindset, and which, which really encompasses all of the things that we're talking about here. And I think it's really important because if you're a beginner, it's easy to reframe the failures that happen in your life, right? It's, it, it becomes easier to play full out and it, it really becomes a lot easier to connect with yourself and focus more on feeling rather than how you want to look. Now speaking of feeling, one of the tools that I've found to be the most profound in my life is meditation. This also helps me with all the things we've been talking about. And I've been writing a song um, that I want to share with you today. And first of all, I just want to know, has anyone in here meditated before? Perfect, (laughs) pretty much everyone. (laughs) Awesome. So what I challenge you to do is to just let go of the idea of what meditation is. Don't think you have to sit a certain way. You don't have to do any mudras or any chanting. Just let go of the idea of what you think so you can fully be here in this moment right now. Oh, and then here's one more picture. (laughs) awesome cool so gently close your eyes if you have something in your hands just let it go create a little bit of space just by relaxing your head down your shoulders melt down your back take a nice big breath in lift on up and a slower, deeper breath out from your mouth. Relax. Big breath in here from your nose, lift on up. Exhale, let it go. Really focusing on the breath, leaving your lips. Another one, big breath in, maybe your head lifts on up, chest expand. And exhale, come back down, release, let go. Breathing at your own pace, inhale deep. Letting it go. Following your own rhythm here and just focusing on the inhale and the exhale. Just surrender. start to think and wonder what it would be like if this was your last moment, your last experience, your last conference. Would you act differently? Would you think differently? Would you be different in any way? Whatever your answer is, is awesome. It's a key to be present right now. Big breath in. Exhale. Inhale deep. Slowly let it go. Inhale. And exhale. Taking this moment to check in and think about how you want to feel when you leave this room. Just choose. Sit without feeling. Big breath in. Let it go. Keep holding that feeling as you breathe in deep. Exhale, let it go. Another time, big breath in, lift on up. Then exhale, relax completely. And then when you're ready, you can gently open your eyes, remembering that it's more important to focus on how you want to feel rather than how you look, and also embracing the five concepts we talked about today, about how you can be the rock star of your own life. But just remember, you are the rock star. Thank you. you.